Hi everybody, it's Mr. Gray here. Thank you again for another great week. We survived the deluge of rain. You know, um, it was really exciting here in class. I think because we haven't gotten rain like that in a long time, uh, the kids were just so amped up and excited to see it and hear it on the roof. Uh, so that was pretty fun. I also want to give a big shout out to all the students uh, for performing in the winter concert. It was so fun to go see winds and strings and vocal uh, and watch them perform. I know they worked really hard on that. Um, I have several announcements. The first one is there is no school on Monday of the 16th. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day of the holiday um, for Martin Luther King Jr. We'll be talking a little bit about Martin Luther King Jr. Um, on Friday the 13th uh, before. So that's a great conversation to have with your students about what they learned, about anything that you know about him uh, and what was going on um, in the 60s. That's one thing. Another thing is um, Colonial Day is coming up. So Colonial Day is gonna be a day we spend focusing on more on like the art projects that we can do, but we're gonna talk about colonial life in a more hands-on way. So the kids that day at school will be focusing on different projects pretty much for the whole day. So I need some help organizing that. I sent out a link with a Google form that you could put uh, whether or not you wanna be a volunteer or if you might be able to donate materials. Once I get the responses back from that, I'll send out more information about what volunteering looks like uh, and what donating looks like in terms of supplies. Uh, there's, no, there's no dress up that day, uh, but the kids will be doing stuff all day long. So that'll be really fun. The only other announcement I have is that uh, Pretty far in the future, March 9th is going to be a girls talk night um, and you can check the link for that but PTA puts that on um, just for the girls come and they talk about uh, growing up and hanging out with friends and there's a presentation, I think there's food, um, I think it's really fun um, but if you have any questions about that you can ask me but that's something that's coming up pretty soon, March 9th. The only other thing I would tell you is kids are working hard on a little extra activity, they're making board games. Um, if you hear about any difficulty with partners, uh, I'm happy to help out with that. Don't feel like the kids should be spending hours at home or have to be working back and forth with partners. We're trying to make plans in class so that it's pretty clear what kids can do on their own, on their own time. Uh, so just let me know if you have any issues with that, but that's what's going on. In Reader's Workshop, we're continuing our unit called Argument and Advocacy. This is all based on informational texts and specifically articles and videos some other multimedia. And we're looking at specific questions and then we're trying to collect all the evidence we can and then we're gonna end up having a debate. So this week, the kids got their introduction. They're going to be debating on whether or not people should be able, should be allowed to climb Mount Everest. And so we started off having a discussion about that and kind of looking at some introductory articles and uh, building up background knowledge. And now the kids with partners have these big ideas of what might be discussed in a debate from danger to trash to the treatment of Sherpas. And so now that we put those together, the kids are gonna start collecting evidence and planning for their debate. This is gonna go on for a few weeks. This is our first debate and it's gonna be small. It's gonna be a partnership versus another partnership. Um, and so next week what's gonna happen is the kids will continue to collect evidence. They'll rank that evidence. So now we've looked at the main ideas, like what evidence support those ideas, and then what is the best evidence of the evidence that they found. Uh, the kids will make a debate where they have to have an opening statement. They'll have to respond back and forth, um, you know, from one group to the other. It'll just be two people talking to two people. And the kids will rotate uh, later in the week when they actually debate between a few different groups of multiple opportunities. And they will end up having to argue both sides at different times. So 
you know, we're trying to look at a debate from all sides. The other thing that we'll do during the week is we'll, we'll watch a couple of groups do a debate and we'll really talk about that. And so, well, in the week, the kids will reflect on what they did um, in their debate and they'll have a little uh, paper where they kind of score themselves and score how the debate went. Uh, and that's kind of our intro into debating and studying these informational texts. And then we'll continue expanding on that in the weeks to come by finding more um, topics to talk about and also kind of expanding the debate from two versus two to like maybe, you know, four versus four and then maybe a little bit larger of a group if we get to it to kind of practice how debate goes, waiting our turn, responding to someone, using our evidence and preparation and all those things to make for a, a great debate and also to learn more about a topic. In Ryder's workshop, we're working on an argument a research-based argument essay. Um, and so we're starting off with a specific topic, which is should chocolate milk be in schools? You can see that reading and writing um, kind of go hand in hand. We're taking these topics and mining for evidence and then ranking that evidence. Uh, we did that this week in writing. The kids found a bunch of evidence um, from articles that I had uh, curated, and then they ranked that evidence. They worked with their writing partner to find what was the best evidence that I can use. Um, at the end of this current week and in the beginning of the week coming up, we have a couple of focuses based on earlier writing that the kids have done that I really would like to see to raise the level of their writing. The first is, is using structure to help make your point. So we really um, talked about that and practiced a little bit, and we'll do that into next week about how can I structure my essay, not simply as a five paragraph essay, but to think of what the different sections are. So we're gonna definitely be trying to move away from this idea of a five paragraph essay. That's a great simple structure to use, but now we're trying to expand. So I'll probably have several sections, but there could be multiple paragraphs in that section depending on how I organize my evidence. So the kids will be writing um, an essay on should chocolate milk be banned from schools. And so we've had a lot of discussion and debate about that after looking at the articles. I can tell you the kids originally were thinking one thing and their point of view has changed a little bit, uh, which is a really cool thing to watch as they learn more information. Uh, not totally, but a little bit. So we're gonna focus on structure. And the second thing we're gonna focus on is connection. So the kids are so good at finding evidence um, and you know stacking up that evidence and even ranking the evidence to figure out what's the best. But now I need to use that evidence to support my point. So a big thing we're gonna be working on are phrases like consequently, or this shows that, uh, you know, I, I took a quote and then I'm explaining exactly how that evidence supports my overall point and making it really clear to everyone. So that's what we're gonna focus on for a couple days before they publish their first research-based research argument essay. Um, and then we'll move on by the next week to a new topic. In math, our unit is called whole number expressions and operations. We did a quick review the last week for um, some different strategies for multiplying and dividing and talked about the reasonableness of answers and trying to be very precise and some different strategies you can use uh, to break apart numbers to make sure the multiplication and division are a little bit easier. Uh, and that might be a way to help check your answers if you're stuck, if the numbers are too big, or things like that. So we're moving on um, from that after we did a little quiz. We're going to talk about order of operations, uh, PEMDAS, if you remember. We'll discuss that a little bit. I know the kids um, have some thoughts about that, and we'll talk about some of the strengths of that and what trouble we might run into if we see that. And then finally, we'll look at some error analysis. We'll look at where people have made errors um, using order of operations before.
In social studies, we are on the road to revolution. So we're now moving into the 1740s, 1750s, 1760s, and we're starting to run into this idea of America. So through a few things that were happening in the 1730s and 1740s, um, between like uh, the first Great Awakening and um, as the colonies kind of changed a little bit, we have this idea coming coming down the pipe basically getting started that americans and the colonies are less interested in very top-down hierarchical structures for government we don't want to listen to this one person at the top and so they start to kind of get this idea that we have these like american ideas we, we want to govern ourselves and make our own rules and we don't like this idea of a king so we're gonna we're watching that change take place and we're gonna try to look at that based on this idea of a town meeting or a town hall. And so we're gonna conduct a town hall next week. We're gonna prep for one and talk about what it might include, who's gonna be in charge, what's the agenda. And then on Friday next week, we're actually gonna have a town hall. Um, and we'll be looking at some issues in the school and issues in class. And we'll kind of discuss how town halls worked and why they were the very beginnings of representative government as we know it in the Americas. For science, the students will be looking at the relationship between organisms and the ecosystem. We'll be doing a little bit of work with that. And of course, they'll have science lab with Mrs. DeMarco. Finally, in vocabulary, we're going to take a test on Tuesday, which is our first uh, classical roots quiz. So we did two lessons uh, with, of, of roots. We talked about different roots that lead to current English words. So the students need to know the roots, the definitions of the roots the words, the definitions of the words, so they can be successful on the quiz on Tuesday. We will have reviewed a little bit and have gone over that so the kids will know what to look over before their quiz. Uh, then we'll move on. So we're gonna be jumping back and forth between, we'll do two lessons of classical roots and then two lessons of wordly wise. So next week we're gonna do uh, the first lesson of wordly wise, that will go for two weeks. Um, and then we'll have a quiz on Wordly Wise, and then we'll take a little break and we'll go back to classical roots. So that's what's happening, uh, all the announcements and academics. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to email me. And as always, have a good week. Bye.